Welcome to the show. Wine and cheese go together like peanut butter and jelly, right? Cheese goes good with wine? National Wine and Cheese Day. You want some cheese with that hey, wine? Two of my favorite things. It is National Wine and Cheese Day. Today is the day to celebrate that. Is there anything better than wine and cheese? Wine and wine. Wine and There you go. That's true. I love cheese. I love wine. It's showtime, baby. <laughs> it's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. I think we need to go back to the generic opens. I love Wine, yeah. Why is that? Really, wine and cheese day open. Well, it's current. Hated it. <laughs> it's gay because it says wine and cheese. I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> well, that's what that cut would insinuate. No. Hated it. Yes. Okay. Oh. Where are we going? It's what is a, it? It's National 15, Blue Blueberry seconds. Muffin. Yeah, right. yeah, that's tomorrow. Well, you telling a dirty joke is better that's than that. Tomorrow, yes. Play the best of Jerry's inappropriate jokes in the open. It's oh. a whole line of them. Get on panties. That. Get on that. Or a reach. panties open. Reach. Panties. Where do you get those uh, every morning? That's they're from just, our prep site. They're yeah. date specific, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, it's easy. Yeah. E-C-E-Z. I think we do have a panties open. Well, play oh, it. Open panties. Yeah. It's open panties Tuesday. Tomorrow's light bright day, so play it. <laughs> yeah, the whole day. Th- and then, you know, there's like a half a dozen. Depending it, on the yeah. day, there's six different days, oh, yeah. ten different. I mean, I don't know why they choose what they choose. Have you ever celebrated a day, Jerry? No. Like if it was someone no. like pizza no. day, I'm no. going to get pizza, no. Taco Tuesday. No. I've never had no. either. No. No. Who does that? No, right. What was the one day, is it pirate day, where Long John Silvers thinks you're going to come in and act like a pirate for a, like a fish taco or something? Really? Or like a thing of hush puppies? Isn't that Long John Silvers, like, act like a pirate day, and then you go there yeah, and you say something, something like, like a that. pirate? Yeah, that sounds familiar. And they give you a hush right, puppy. Right, yeah, no right. jackass is going to act like a pirate for a hush right. puppy. For a free, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Like, would you go to McDonald's and, like, bounce on one foot for a cheeseburger on no, cheeseburger? No, no, no one's doing that. Not. No one's doing that. Yeah, well, Taco oh. Tuesday was a thing for a while there, right? Yeah. It's just marketing. Yeah. Yeah. I think National Taco- Drink Milk Day. <laughs> exactly. Sponsored by the Dairy Council. Yeah, we get it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm it's, with it's, you. it's pretty silly. Yeah, because Michael Evans does it's that, It's only too. radio that does that every Right. Yeah, cheesy TV morning shows. Yes, right. 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 Today is National Sailboat Day. (laughs) Yeah. I'm over it. (sighs) Officially. And I'm not even crabby or anything. I'm just saying I'm over the days. Because Michael Evans does that, too. Yes, he does. A little bit. He'll say, welcome to National Cottage Cheese Day. And I'm like, exactly. I'm good. It's usually how I find out what the alternative day is from the prep site, is what Michael has that day. Because he's normally got the other one, whatever it is. Well, like I said, though, a lot of times there's six or yeah, eight exactly. different ones for every day. You're right. every day's taken. That'll tell you how many there are. <laughs> Silly. And who got together and said, hey, what's today, this wine and cheese day? Who decided, like, got together and said, hey, man, let's name June the 25th National Wine and Cheese Day. And we'll make well, it a I, thing. The, the hot dog day coincides July, 4th of July, ballparks. So they try to do it. There's usually a rhyme or reason to the date that 
whatever the product is that they take. Well, it's yeah. also funny that today is National Wine and Cheese Day, but also wine has its own day. Cheese has its own day because I remember Christy yeah. having Wine Day. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure she made a she big does deal out of that. Every morning yeah. between <laughs> 5.30 and 10. Wine Day. Uh, you know what? I forgot yesterday, and shame on me. I was going to mention this, but a day, what is it, a day late and a dollar short, like Shirley Torgerson used to say back in the day. Is that what it is? My mom used yeah. to say that, a day late, yeah. dollar short. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the thing that pisses me off about this, Jerry, is I had this story for two weeks, and I was going to, like, stick it to you, and then I forgot. Okay. All right? In 1982, on June the 24th, okay, Survivor started a six-week run, six weeks, number one on the U.S. singles charts with Eye of the Tiger. Number one for six straight weeks, that? Eye of the Tiger. How about that? How about that? Because we were talking about the songs that you listen to that you crank up, and for me, it's Eye of the Tiger. That and motivate the, you. Yes. Well, not even motivate. I just have to crank it up. I mean, it motivates, too. By the way, Jerry, because you uh, mentioned that it wasn't, or you didn't think it was a rock song. I, I still don't. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, Survivor won the a Grammy the Grammy that year for best rock performance. Well, how about that? I didn't mention it was the UK Grammy Awards, but well, it was still the Grammys. Survivor, what a uh, one-hit wonder, huh? No, they had a couple, Did but they? yeah. Did they? Give yeah. me another one. Uh, high on you. High on you. What happened was is their, yeah, they had a new lead singer true. and they went soft rock. That's Well, yes. Hence the it's not a rock yeah. song confusion. Because you know who their lead singer was, right? The real men of genius guy. Yes. He had a throat problem, and then they got a new lead singer. Right, right. Uh, do you have Survivor? Just throw a couple up, Rich. I'm going to say three or four hits. Was Burning Hearts uh yeah. hit? That's three. I don't you, remember Burning You can take Hearts. my testicle, my left one, after this segment, because I shouldn't know that Survivor had that many hits. And I think they did. I could be completely wrong, but I think when the Rocky Four, because... I remember I was like in sixth grade or fifth grade when Rocky Four came out. Okay. And it was a big deal because Rocky yeah, Three Hearts was on so Fire big. was big in Rocky Four. And I think they did like the whole soundtrack or like nine out of ten songs. Like, this is bad. I won't defend this. This is crap. Yeah. This is bad. bad. Pretty bad. And it's not rock. No. All right, go to the next one. <laughs> Survivor. I know High on You was a big hit because I remember the video. And what year are we talking here? 80s, mid-80s. Yeah, before I was uh Well, Eye of the radio, Tiger was 82. I don't think Hugh ever would have played this. Maybe. I don't think so. Well, the, dude, they played Flock of Seagulls, you told me, right? No, I don't know. Oh. Someone told me we played Flock of Seagulls. Oh, Christy, you know, she knows everything. Why we're cynical today. All right. This music video. <laughs> Here we go. Burning Heart was number two. I the Tiger number one, like I mentioned, and that was double platinum, by the way. The Search is Over was number four. Burning Heart was number two. High on You, this one, number eight. What's Is This Love was number nine, and I Can't Hold Back was number 13. So they had a run. They had a run. They had their day. And they'll be headlining the Zucchini Fest <laughs> next month. 
Gypsy Kings will be opening. I think they only, okay. <laughs> Get there early, Mater. Bring a lawn chair. You're the best. Bring a lawn uh, They chair. only have one guy who's been in the band the entire time, and it's the guitarist. Can you really keep a band going on one member? Because I think that's like Starship is going on the drummer, or maybe not. But if you're going like the guitarist, do you really count? Does it count? Mm-hmm. Well, whoever has uh, possession of that name, that's the only value, right, moving forward. And if you're going to try to sell a ticket or... Because I think that the big one is in that band is the Jim Peterick guy who wrote all the Peterick. music. No, it's... Remember we last time he said Peterick? it's Peterick. Okay. We called him Peterick and he told us it was okay, Peterick okay, last okay. time. Uh, he did all the songwriting and played guitar. I think he was rhythm guitar and then sang a little. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the guy, though, that wrote everything. Huh. But if you do all the music, I guess, if you're collaboration, hmm. And Peterick lived next door to Dennis DeYoung. Did you? Did he tell us that? Uh, yeah. Or like down the block or yes, something? Yes, They started together. That'd be a cool neighborhood. It's one of the best songs ever. And I don't even like Survivor. Yeah, look at this video. We're watching the uh, the video. <laughs> Who's in it? Is Stallone in it? I've never seen the video. Is it like tigers? They're, no, they're walking Killing down. Killing the their band's brain. walking down the street a la Saturday Night Fever. Like they're tough. Yeah. Like kind of like the news anchors walking like they're tough. Looking around the, confused. The sports guys. The tough sports guys. Starts with one guy, and then the second guy comes off the corner, oh, and then God, they, they yeah. walk a little more, and then the third. Now it's the whole band. Oh, that's classic rock and roll right yeah. there. Walking in rhythm, same arm right, movement. Right. Remember when like rock stars ah. thought they were tough because of the attire? Like there was a stereotype you thought like guys yeah. were tough, like well, Axl Rose. In the Rose. 80s, kind of hard to act tough when you're wearing mascara with aquanetted hair I yeah mean, not really but have you ever seen like tough, axel right? rose not fat axel rose i mean like skinny axel rose axel's not kicking anyone's ass no <laughs> no not at all but they thought like rockers were tough because they wore a bandana yeah, did you see a... uh speaking of axel joe rogan was in greece on vacation yes i saw Went that to a restaurant ran into axel skinny axel ended up at the show yeah and uh rogan's uh vantage point from backstage Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and that's Axel's a good video. Now. That's a good video, man. GNR, yeah. they moved some tickets, huh? That was a huge crowd. All overseas. Huge crowd. I I had like an in-depth conversation because back in the day, Alice Cooper had to, uh, he taped a show out of our studios. So he would come in and when Alex would do Europe, Alex would, or uh, Alice would do like 60 days in Europe and he would tape. 60 days of shows and it would take him like two weeks he would just come in the studio at 6 a.m go to like noon and just sit there all day and he would be bored while they reset everything because they weren't the producer and everybody wasn't in phoenix he was in phoenix and everybody else was somewhere else and then he would just record the lines and they would put it together but he would be bored and you'd go in there and he'd talk and he says dude Anybody who goes to Europe, like Scorpions, Alice, well, Scorpion, but Alice, anyone from America, like Alice Cooper, Slaughter, Winger, whoever it is, 30,000 people. Festivals, 100,000 yeah, people. Well, that makes sense. They why just they love go. rock and right, roll. Right. They just love it. Can't get enough. Here in the States, eh. They Depends love on the, the band. The rock and the roll. Yep. They Imagine love it. That.
So yesterday you were talking about that cave, Bones in the Cave. What's it called? Um, did you watch Bones the, of Unknown did you watch or Cave the rest of Bones of, of it? I watched another like twenty minutes, and what's really getting me irked? How long's this documentary? Hour and a half. So I'm about forty-five you, minutes in. Three viewings to get through. No, two. No, well, but you just didn't only, finish it though. You only because I fell asleep. I did twenty minutes first right, night, twenty saying. minutes last night. So it'll be three viewings. Yeah, only because I'm falling asleep. I'm doing it when I'm falling asleep. <laughs> I go in. I'm laying down, trying uh, to go to I sleep. I put okay. it on. All right, there you go. It really is pissing me off. How these scientists, and maybe it's just the scientist community, is they're mm-hmm. so stuck mm-hmm. in their ways that okay, because we're scientists, we're saying it's this. And there's no interpretation for anything else. It's like what they say is gospel, and despite evidence otherwise, they can't get off the high horse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they what they did in the part I watched is they pull out the skeleton of one of cave the- Cave of Bones. Cave of Bones, thank you. Yes. Unknown Cave of Bones, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Or Cave of Unknown or yes. something like that? Cave of Bones. And so the the they still keep calling- it a species, even though it's got ha- human characteristics, and they admit it. They admit everything they thought early on about this, about, oh, they dumped this animal through bodies in this hole. Uh-uh. They never did that. They buried the dead for the afterlife, and they had tools, and they dug, and they lit fires, and they killed animals. So, so Jerry, in your opinion, just to what you know, and it doesn't mean we're smarter than these guys— but has an animal ever taken a nether animal's body and then cooked them over a fire and ate the body of that animal? I mean, they've killed other animals. They eat other animals. I would say animals. no. Okay. Not an animal. Well, that's what right. they did. Right, right. And then when they take the which body- Which would suggest some sort of intelligence. Yes. Which, yeah. And so the hand and the arm and the legs and the feet and the teeth, human teeth just like ours. Hands just like ours. The problem they have is the vertebrae small, and they say, well, this person's only 5'2". And then they say the cranium is too big, and the nose is sunken, according to them. But they say, but it's not human. It's human-like. Well, could it be human, and it just evolved over? Because it's 300,000 years ago. Yeah. So do you think over 300,000 years where people grow and get bigger, and they go, oh, it's too skinny. It was really skinny. Well, yeah, it's 300,000 years ago. You couldn't go to the grocery store and eat. Yeah, right. And they go, oh, it didn't walk like us. Well, yeah, because we had 300,000 years of development. And they're just so, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, it's not human. It's another species, and they named it, and I don't remember what well, it is. Well, those documentaries, but, you have to say, you know, they're they're making a film. They yes, want eyes. But. But so, they named this before the documentary. But everything, so well, in right. 2018, they found this, right, Jerry? They found this years ago, but then they started really looking into it, you know? And 2018, everything they thought was wrong about this place. And it's just recently they figured out, oh, they buried people. So could it be out of the realm of possibility that it is human beings and that the scientists are just wrong yeah the oldest human was found in israel a hundred thousand years ago they're saying this was two hundred thousand years before that right so this is unknown so maybe it is human and then we developed 
through 200,000 sure. years. Well, and to your point, the average height of French men in 1860 was five foot five. Really? So you go back yeah. 100,000 more years, and now three man. inches. And now they might be five <laughs> Frenchmen. nine. French men. Hated it. <laughs> and maybe now it's 510. Yeah, you ever been in the 100-year-old house? The doorways are pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's pretty amazing, though. The, I need to watch that's it. That's only 100 years ago. I need to spend some time, but it just really irks me how they're tr- – and I think you're right, Jerry. I think to sell the documentary and to sell what they're Correct. doing, they need to sell it's a new species that's developed like human – characteristics because that makes their science and their discovery you know right more i don't know would sensationalize the discovery maybe but i think the whole thing is it dates back so long it's the unknown how can you label something when you don't know it yeah you don't know and it's jerry it's so the part i watched and it's so time consuming because someone sits there with a little brush and it's like a little paintbrush, and they're just yeah, I'm not gonna watch over it. and over and over <laughs> and not, over. I, I know enough, and they're getting <laughs> yeah. After yesterday's show and today, yeah. I'm, I'm good. But the fire pits, they discover like they had fire pits that are like for some reason this cave kept everything pretty much intact for 300,000 years. Like they're fire pits and yeah, right, this right. and the tools and other stuff. I don't know if animals were making tools. They had th- these Pretty people amazing. use tools. It was the pygmy Gordon Ramsay cooking. Maybe. That's right. They were or digging. There, or making s'mores. Yeah. Damn right. Roasting legs. Well, having wings. It's funny we talk documentary because we have a guy that has a new one out today. Brothers in Blues. Stevie and Jimmy Ray Vaughn. Kirby Warnock is the guy's name. Yeah. Wrote it. Directed it. Good old boy from Texas. And it's the first time Jimmy Vaughn has talked about his brother. They talk about the helicopter crash. Eric Clapton is in it. Clapton, Jackson Brown, uh, Billy Gibbons. Yep. It looks really cool. So the first time you're getting And since there's so much YouTube information, we'll have to ask him about this. All new video. So apparently he got access to Stevie Ray and Jimmy's vault yeah. of concerts and interviews and behind-the-scenes stuff, and he uses that in the documentary. That's pretty amazing a guy can get that type of access. First day I was uh, ever on the air here at Q. Really? Stevie Ray Vaughan's death. Yeah. Mine was 9-11. Whenever that's his, here, his but... death anniversary, I know it's my radio anniversary. So how many years would that be? And uh, 33. Nice. This Labor Day. Coming up, uh, yeah, I was so excited to be, uh, you know, getting on the radio and starting this new chapter of my life. And first day on the job, people in the hallway crying. And, I mean, it was a big deal. So was it the day Steve before? Ray Vaughan. And then you found deal. out no, that no, night? It was, no, it was, the, it was the night. Before. And then in the morning you the came in and you found out. The concert was the night. And then, yeah. Okay, yeah. I started the following morning. Got you. Okay. Because back then news trickled out late. Yeah, know? it was tough, man. It was really tough. And our music director at the time, yeah, I remember she was just uh, crying. I was, I hadn't heard, and I was all, hey, well, and then she's, and I'm, oh, no, what happened? So there was kind of a pall over yeah. the entire day. It was, it, uh, yeah. Yeah. Never forget that. Yeah. It, uh, good story, though. We'll talk about that. We have fourth row sticks tickets. Be listening for sticks when you hear them. Call number 9-821-9696 anytime during the show. I see Michael Evans is back live. He sent me a little text message last night, said I'm good to go. 
And we have the replay. If you missed it at 820, we had to play it a little bit later, but you can hear it next. The Hot Five with Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Cranked up by Columbus Car Audio and Accessories. Morse Road near Easton, Main Street in Middlesburg, or ColumbusCarAudio.com. All right, let's go with your Hot Five NFL training camps underway. Browns play an early preseason game, the Hall of Fame game against the Jets. And Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson spoke to the media and says the media only focuses on negative things. You know, not having a father figure in my life ever, probably 27 years, only seeing him four times. You know, and, you know, different stuff like that is just is things that people don't really get to hear about. You know, especially the last few years been, you know, the media directing and narrating something, something, something else. Uh, you know, it's, it's been kind of overshadowed. So yeah, not be seeing inter- his dad is the reason why he got all in the tr- It'll trouble. be interesting to see this season, huh? Yeah. Golly. Especially if he has success. Yeah, boy, it's been such a... Browns fans, all will be forgiven. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. Just from such the Browns bad fans. optics with this guy, isn't it? Is. it? What and a then, weird signing for all that money, too. And then blaming it now there is like, you're not focusing on the positive my story well dude you got accused by 20 someone women i'm not saying charged i said accused accused for paying women to box the clown and one is taking it like didn't settle she wants to take him to court so it'll be uh interesting and and a whole year off and then last year when he played he just didn't look good so hopefully maybe he's right this year on the field you know well, he I mean? certainly had enough time now. It, yeah, I mean, absolutely. He's on the clock at this point. Yeah. All right, clip number two in your Tuesday Hot Five, guys. Uh, Rob Thomas, right? Matchbox 20. Their song, Push, is kind of the butt of a joke in the new Barbie movie. Here's Rob talking about it. And I don't know if I've ever been real in love. But him that's touched me and I feel like something's got to give. And I'm a little bit angry. Well, this ain't over, no, not here, no Not well, I still need you around oh, so he You don't want me oh, I really like the we acoustic version of Push, though, Jerry Says he doesn't mind that yeah. the song is being used here We just might feel good So yeah, we know the song, and I guess Ryan Gosling, uh, Ken, sings it That's Gosling, singing no, that's gossip. Yes. Okay. Yes. See, I didn't. I didn't. Know. I can hear the handsomeness in his voice, Jerry. Don't you hear that coming through? I feel more handsome just well, listening to it. That is a dumb clip. We'll switch that out for eight forty. You can have my former five. I switch. I go through this once a week, Jerry, and I'm here early. Just listen to the effing clips. Good well, God, that was awful, yesterday. Rich. It shouldn't even have Jerry, been Jerry, I played a ki- clip from November yesterday. Don't worry <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, we took some heat on that, yeah, too, didn't we? Well, not I, heat, but. I did. One person. Where's my, no, a couple. Oh, was there a couple? <laughs> yeah, I deserve yeah. it. I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> yeah, I am Ron Burgundy. You hand me something, I read it. All right. All right, got number three here. It's an episode of his podcast, Ozzy Speaks, and he gives you a little health situation update. I went to have a filter removed, and I went, uh, when I, I, cause I had the blood clots in my legs, Yeah. they put a filter in your artery to wow. stop the blood clots going to your heart and your brain. 
Okay. It sounds worse than it is. It sounds terrible. So on Monday, I went to have it removed, but the, yeah. the, the blood clots have jammed it all up. No, it's, just, it's, it's just disappointment after disappointment. Okay, I understood every word he said there. Ozzy's blood clots. Yes. I think Go he puts on. on an act. I think he puts on an act, Jerry. Uh, well, I'm sure he puts it on thick. Yeah, I yeah. understood every I think word Keith he said. Keith did the there. same thing. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right, number four, Dave Couillet, our buddy. We had him on last week. He was on Good Morning America pushing his Full House podcast, and he talked about how the Full House family is kind of like a real family. We're in touch with each other throughout, you know, everything that happens in our lives. We've been through everything. I mean, you know people long enough, things are going to happen, and we've known each other for, I think, 35 years now. Oh so gosh. it's, uh, it's yeah. just like a, a family off camera. Except for the Olsen twins. Dave Couillet, Full House. Yeah, not really uh, my thing, that show. Never got into it, never uh, thoroughly enjoyed it, but I like him a lot, and I get its success, right? It's, yeah, I was a teenager was a, when it was out, so I didn't get into it either. That was a, a young, family show. young teen family show, yeah. Yeah, because you were a little too and old. And originally, you know, that was Stamus's show. Saget ended up being the breakout star from that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Saget was not the star of that. That was Stamos. Uncle Jesse? When it, uh, yeah, it was supposed to be, and it was supposed to have a little more of an edge to it, I believe. Better Uncle Jesse, Stamos or Uncle Jesse yeah. from Duke Boys? Right. Pick one. Going with Jesse's Stamos. for 50, Alex? But Uncle Jesse from Duke's had moonshine. Just saying. Wasn't that the Duke Boys job, Jerry? Weren't they smugglers of moonshine? I was never a big Duke fan either. Oh, I no, was when I was, was a little not. kid. Well, you were a kid. Oh, yeah. the cool car. And then D- Daisy Duke, that's the first yeah, girl I looked right, at and right. said it moved, I think. <laughs> yeah, I I'm older than you. I was more Ellie Mae, Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> Different generation. <laughs> or Same granny. shorts. Same shorts, though. Yep, yep. Mm. Well, cut oh, number five. We told you last week about the release of Greta Van Fleet's Starcatcher, and they have the first hit, The Sky of uh, the Falling Sky. Watching the evolution of that band. Yeah. I believe that's their third album, maybe? Third or fourth. I third listened to fourth. it on the way yeah, here. Right. Yeah, pretty good I, album. I like, I like it. them. Yeah. yeah. And that is your Hot Five. Now, we have heard from Mike Evans when he does, Is It True? Well, I found something online yesterday. Jerry's seen this. I haven't. But I thought it was freaking mind-blowing. What is, uh, what is mind-blowing mind is you had never seen or heard of this before. No, it's I 50 years old. I bet you a lot of people don't know this. Oh, I think this was the most common. No way. This was everywhere. No, no way. Yeah. After Van Halen. Fourth row, 
Sticks tickets for our birthday bash next Wednesday, State Fair. Ticketmaster.com. A few tickets left. Foghat going to open up. It'll be a great night. Torg and Elliot in between. We are going to come out and do a little high howdy, as we used to call it. Haven't done that since. When was the last time you did that in a concert? Was it me and you, ZZ Top, when the manager told us not to mention ZZ Top? Uh, Was it Kemba Live? I didn't do that one. That's when I uh, was yeah, not employed by the we station were, for that we were up five for, days. For Ted or something yeah. for that. Yeah, no, it's it was been a, a while, though. special. It's been a while. I think ZZ oh, Top was the last one. Okay. And if you missed that story, folks, that's when we, Jerry and I, were supposed to introduce ZZ Top at Balloon Fest until the manager told us we can't mention ZZ Top. We're like, huh? Don't mention ZZ Top. They can't come out of you. Not coming next. And we drive all the way up to yeah. Marysville on a on a weeknight, right? Yep. And they say they didn't even want us to go up at all. Yeah. We had to kind of fight <laughs> yep. for that. Yep. Yeah, that was a that was a weird night. And we are with Bruce, who actually paid the band to show up. We we're with the guy yeah. who like signed the check for the band. Right. right. Yeah. And he was with us. And Bruce is such a nice guy. I don't think Bruce even knew what was going no, on. No, it was out of his hands. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, don't say you're happy to be here at ZZ Top. Don't say coming up next. Are you ready for ZZ Top? And ZZ Top is not to be mentioned. The purpose of that is what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're here to see ZZ Top. Now, you do it. I did it for uh, Brett Michaels a number of times. He invites you on the bus to have a sandwich. Yeah. Easy top, you can't even say the band's name. Well, yeah. that's why we're all here. Exactly. How do we not say your name? And then with Sticks, Jerry, I just got the info yesterday. Codes, yeah, we're from the radio station. It's their yeah, ZZ Top. Con- I, you know what? And after that, and I've I've seen ZZ so Top stupid. several times. I don't I don't remember what you did, but I was so disgusted I didn't even stay for the show. I don't think, uh, and I see that's not a reflection on the band. Too. I know that's it's the management. Yeah, that's just whoever. Gets a little drunk with power. Yeah. But it's their staff, so. Yeah. Sticks couldn't be more accommodating. They wrote me yesterday. Yeah. You know George Torg. Here's his number again if you lost it. Da-da-da-da-da. You and Jerry meet these two guys. Here's your third backup. Great. Great. Here's their numbers to text. So that's all going down next week and Tell fourth, Jerry fourth to row today. not put on panties. Don't wear any panties. Don't wear any panties on stage, on stage Jerry. Pay. Unless they're on your head. All right, now, Torg, I have uh, Clark had the story, that tragedy out in Yellowstone of the bear attack. I am getting ready to uh, go north, and I was told to buy bear spray. And I will get to that at some point this really? morning. Really? Buy bear spray? Get bear spray. Does, you're it, gonna, does you're it work? Go, you're going to, I don't know. I got questions. Still wondering I, if a deer whistle works. I've never been works. told to buy and bring bear spray for a couple nights in the uh, wilderness. Well, you know what? I think it might work because in my do it. Uh, oh, I would assume it works. Yeah, so the they show alone. Yeah, they give bear spray to every person. Right. And I'm guessing that would be a Cabela's thing. I would think so. Right. All right. Well, we'll get to that yeah. a little bit later. You you I'm teased interested. with this here. All right. Uh, I saw this online. And this is 100% true, right, Jerry? You verify Yesterday, this is true? music's playing, 9 o'clock hour. Torg's mind is blown by this. All right, play it. Right? Oh, you want to play it? Yeah, let's well, play it. Well, you, yeah, you read the text of it. Yeah, though. go ahead and play it. Crazy facts about Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president. Part two, because there's a lot. Odd coincidences between Lincoln and Kennedy. Both were elected to Congress in 46 and then to the presidency in 60, 100 years apart. 
Both have seven letters in their last names and both were concerned with civil rights. Both were shot in the head on a Friday while sitting next to their wives. Both had four children and both had children die before becoming adults. Lincoln was shot at Ford's theater and Kennedy in a Ford Lincoln. Booth ran from a theater and was caught in a warehouse. Oswald ran from a warehouse and was caught in a theater. Both assassins, John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald, were known by their three names, composed of 15 letters. Lincoln's successor was Johnson, and Kennedy's successor was Johnson, and both were born in 08. A sorrowful farewell to these presidents who have molded history. That's a lot. And there was a secretary one. There was more than that. Really? Yeah, What's the secretary? The, uh, Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln, and Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy. Come on. Yeah. This is this was dude. That's bizarre. Now I guess if you were born in the eighties, maybe you missed it. But this was on. Gosh, it was huge. It's fifty years old. Maybe More. You know, I know, but I never heard you, about th any of and that. And that was the first really? time you'd ever seen or heard this. Anything was yes. yesterday. Yes. Wow. I never but that's kind of big. Uh, King Rich hasn't either. Yeah, that was the first time when I listened to that oh, clip. That yeah. was the first time I'd heard the Dude, JFK was Abraham Lincoln. In every Ripley's Believe It or Not, it was on every with Jack Palance, Incredible People, or whatever. That that those facts have been out there well since Kennedy. Isn't got that mind blowing? Since though? Kennedy got assassinated, that's kind of weird. It is. That's why super it, weird. It got the run it did. But Maybe yeah. it was meant to be. Yeah, that is uh, pretty bizarre, isn't it? Completely bizarre. Now, have they all been fact checked? No. Well, I mean, 15 letters in the name. Yeah, would it be weird if they're all true? Well, I think it is. Warehouse Theater, Theater Warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Right? Shot on a Friday, that's easy. Right, right. Wife next to him, yes, correct. Johnson's both born in 08. Yep. Children both elect that died. 46 yeah. and 60. I didn't know Lincoln had kids. I knew he was a wrestler. I think he was like 30 and 1. He had like Hulk Hogan's hmm. record in WWE. A wrestler. Now, Lincoln's uh, wife, Mary Todd. Kind of crazy. Not kind of. She was yeah, crazy. certifiable. Yeah. yeah. That's why they. That's why he walked. Like, remember that the story of Lincoln? He walked like 50 miles to return a book? Mm-hmm. That's why he did that. He wanted, wanted to get, to rid get of out her. of the yeah, house. Absolutely. I hear <laughs> yeah. you. I would, too. I, lo I love you, Muffin, <laughs> yeah. but I got the, this book's got to go back. <laughs> I'll see you in a month. How did they um, kind of... Did they electric shock you back in those days? And they like eight? Well, no, there was no electricity. What did they do they in the 1800s? Knew. I don't they think they duck your head, dunk your head underwater or yeah, something. I don't know. Dilaudid, cocaine, who knows? Gave you like medicine you shouldn't have been taking. Magic mushrooms. Yeah, but I was surprised that you had never. I've never heard any of those. Heard any of those? I was. My yeah. mind was blown yesterday. That's weird. Yeah. Because really, they They're used to used to be able to now. Boy, maybe somebody could back me up on this. You could go in a vending machine. Or it was kind of like a prize. You'd get that plastic bubble, mm -hmm. and there'd be a piece of cardboard, and on that piece of cardboard was a brand new penny, super shiny, right? Uh -huh. Lincoln, of course. Yeah. And it was glued in a little circle on that, and then on that car piece of cardboard, they had all those facts. Gotcha. And you could get it for like a quarter out of a vending machine or a gumball when, machine. That when you think of our presidents and take away Washington and Jefferson, because let's be let's be real, anybody could have been president when Washington was president. They'd still talk highly of that person, right? If it was Ben Franklin and his love of French hookers, 
it, he'd still be a big deal. They'd talk, oh, Ben Franklin. Yeah. Oh, this and that. First president, right? Thomas Jefferson, same thing. Third president. But outside of those two guys, who gets the biggest run? Lincoln and Kennedy, right? And then they're all the similarities together? Come on. Yeah, modern day, uh, I guess you'd FBO. have to say Reagan, right? Modern yeah. day, the most recent. Have they done similarities between Reagan, Kennedy, and Lincoln? Oh, I don't know Lincoln? about similarities, but I'm just saying. Yeah, and Reagan I was would just be third. Reading, I was just reading about Andrew Jackson and the bad rap he gets. Oh, the seventh everybody, president? Everybody brings up the Trail of Tears, and if you read his books, he was an amazing human being, Andrew Jackson. Seventh president. Now we, was, was he seventh? Well, Andrew Johnson was the one after Lincoln. Okay, this is Andrew Jackson. Yeah, seventh president. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. Don't take your history lesson from Torg. Uh, Andrew Jackson, fact... They say that greatest uh, leadership and greatest underdog in a battle, I think it was Battle of New Orleans, was Andrew Jackson and what he had to face. They yeah, say no, that it's right. the greatest right. comeback underdog, yeah. odds against him. They say like in military they used to teach what he did, military tactics. Right. All right, do we have uh, some more Kennedy facts? Yeah, it has to do with Jerry's plastic tube thing. It's actually kind of cool. Jay, oh. go ahead. Go ahead, bud. Uh, yeah, no, I was just wanting to comment on what Jerry said earlier about the the penny. Um, I'll date myself here. I'm 57 years old, yep. and I can, I can remember when I was like about 10, uh, you could go into like Kroger's and them that had the little gumball machines, and you could get those, and like Jerry said, they were like about a quarter, but it had the penny, and on the penny... Uh, John Kennedy's head, like the outline was etched into it. And it's like uh, Kennedy and Lincoln were facing each other. And like Jerry said, it came with that little list of facts. And uh, it was really cool. I used to have one of those pennies, but like I said that was years ago. I, I yeah. don't know what happened to it now. It'd be cool to have one today, wouldn't it? you find it on yeah, eBay, right? They're, they're like Shadows Lincoln. I just Kennedy. looked it up. Yeah. Silhouette. The silhouette. How much are they? $102. Wow. Yeah. I you, wouldn't spend a hundred. And you're bucks fifty-seven. On that. All right, no, thanks, a, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you spend a hundred bucks on that? Uh no. No, I wouldn't. Either. No. Bet you could talk. Could you imagine though? And they're probably yeah. everywhere. All right. So when was it, Jerry? What year would they sell these? 1970s. It was in the 70s. Yeah, early right. 70s. Can you imagine saving something mid. like a hundred years, or not a hundred years, but fifty years, and it's all like a hundred bucks? So you spend a quarter on something. Yeah. Is that worth the investment? Like a putting something away for 50 years, spending a quarter on something. Like, imagine now, Jerry. Yeah, if you could have gotten a penny roll full of those for. No, no, no I'm talking about just one, piece. though. Just one. Like, let's say, Jerry, Ellie, you got a quarter right now and you go to the baseball card shop and you buy a Otani 2022 tops, last year's tops, right? All right. And then 50 years from now, it's worth. Hundred bucks? I don't know. Is it? No, that's keep it. Not, yeah, that's no, what I mean. No. Just one thing. Right, you're holding right. on to that thing. I'm going to strike gold. World. Yeah. yeah. All right. We got more people chiming in. Let's go to Adam. What's up, Adam? Hi, Adam. Hey, how's it going? Good. I got a fun presidential fact for you. Okay. Right. Okay. The first and third president, Washington and Jefferson, they both died on the exact same day in 1826. But what makes it really fun? It was, it was July 4th. What? Yep. 
Washington July. and Jefferson died on the exact same day, and that day was July the 4th, same year, 26. 1826, and it was, I believe, the 50-year anniversary. All right. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Adam. Yeah, uh, not true. George Washington died December 14th, 1799. He must have been listening to our show to get this information. <laughs> that does sound like a Torganelli yeah. fact. I texted it wrong. He fits right in with us, so that's why I'm not angry. Uh, by the way, they did. Uh, Thomas Jefferson died on July fourth, eighteen twenty-six. So twenty-seven yes, years said. later. No, he said they he died said on the Jefferson, same day. No, he did, but he yes. he had eighteen twenty-six, July fourth for Jefferson. It, it was John Adams. Both John Adams and Thomas Jefferson died July fourth, eighteen twenty-six. Well, that's kind of oh, big deal. John Adams. Did you ever see that HBO? They say uh, the worst president, Ohio's own John Harding. Yeah? Yeah. I was just reading about his uh, illegitimate child that he had with. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Took 100 years or something. 2015, I think they matched the DNA on that. Really? Yeah. Was it like they Robert Stack? was a real was the... turd. Really? Yeah, yeah. Boy, there should be a documentary on presidential uh, affairs. I bet you could go, like, who has well, they it? They all were. It was every one of them. That's, yeah. That's... Yeah, I know. well, not yeah, Bush. Not, Not the Bushes. They weren't having any any of that. Uh, I think George H.W. Yeah. was having, well. But, I mean, the majority of our presidents. Uh, yes, going I would. Going back to Jefferson. Jefferson. I would agree. Yeah, all the way yeah. up. All the way through. Hell, you're president. No, I know. Take your pick. Trump had it before he was elected. No way he couldn't when he was elected. They would have busted Probably him. not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He couldn't have. And there's no way Biden knows right. where it's at. He's I don't think America even really cares. No, not. A, no, we did, though. That's, that's private. Yeah. No, Clinton, we did. The Clinton, the Clinton thing, thing was yeah. just like well, everybody lost their minds. was more than minds. just an affair. That was. Well, he lied about it. That was the power. Yeah. In the White like House. he was her boss. You know, she Cigar. worked there. Yeah. The intern, no, the you, intern angle kind of made that a little dirtier than need be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. blue dress. Yeah. yeah the yeah, cigar. Yeah, right. Sadat's waiting in the waiting room yeah. and Bill's, give, him, give me five minutes. Yeah. There you go. They said Harding had a closet in the White House and him and her would go in the closet. Really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> the closet. But the Kennedy uh, Lincoln thing, you had ne- you, you never, never heard seen that. that. Yeah, My well, mind there was you blown. go. New can thing we put that day. online or no? Can New we, thing every day. Can we do that? Put it on our podcast yeah. feed if you want to hear it again? Yeah, that was kind of cool. There you go, Jerry. I'll come up with uh, one tomorrow on Woodrow Wilson and <laughs> President Polk. There yeah. you go. <laughs> all right. Out of all Jerry Elliott's impersonations. Yes, sir. I like a lot of them. Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Well, that's just me I doing like Pablo one. Francisco. I know, I, know. I know, but I like it. Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. You beautiful Love it. baby. And I Terrific. Like, I like your elf. Natalie, we're going for a swim. You in? <laughs> Drink a bottle of vodka with, who was that they were with? John Christopher Boy? Walken. Christopher Walken, yeah. <laughs> Do your Hey Wally. <laughs> Beaver? No, no, no. Your Hey Wally. Hey, was it Wally? That's elf? Beaver. No, Elf. Alf? Yeah. That's Willie. Willie, I'm sorry. Huh. Hey, Willie. Yes. <laughs> That's I, awful. I No, it's fantastic. You got to give me a heads up all so right, I can right, prepare right. my all right. Alf. All right. <clears throat> all right. Try it. Try, <clears throat> ready? You ready? 
Should I read the story and then you do huh. it at the end? Hey, Willie. <laughs> okay, that one was a little bad. A little uh, bad. Ryan Reynolds, who owns the Maximum Effort channel on Fubo. Is it Fubo? It's a cable, like, streaming service. All right. He's bringing the show back. How about that? How you do it? Oh, hey, Willie. I'm back. Hey, Willie. <laughs> I, I never watched that show. Uh, funny? Uh, Alf funny? was funny. Was Alf, Alf was f- kind of for adults. Was it? Yeah, kind of for adults. Because I know he chased that damn cat around. Uh, yes. Was it to Alf was, eat uh, or to... was funny. Was it to well, he, or was it to I eat? I don't know what Alf's motives were, but yeah. He was always after the cat, no doubt about that. <laughs> he was always after the, yeah. <laughs> and you haven't said anything this morning about me uh, shaving. I'm clean shaven. Oh. I didn't know guys do that to each you other. You are the least observant person no, I've I knew, ever but I, met. I, I know I have. I just don't know. Is that? I took it down because I'm going to grow a beard. There you go. And I wanted to start, you know. Fresh. After last week's conversation, maybe you should have shaved something but else. I think. <laughs> I, th- I think that. Uh, I think that uh, it's gonna. My wife says it'll make me look older. A beard. Yeah, but you don't know till you do it. Yeah, I've never had like a real, like a full beard. Oh uh, yeah, I have. You've had a full. Yeah, I have oh, doing yeah, this show. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, did like six I guess months. I do remember that. Yeah, I can. There, there are a lot easy. of work, aren't they? Oh, and it's just nasty when you sleep. Yeah, it that's kinda... what I'm thinking, and yeah. you get like. Uh, and why would you do it in the summer? Like crumbs on your front of your shirt? Yeah, it's in uh, me. I found like a Twizzler in there. Well, no, I'm starting it. We're coming up on August. This is for fall winter. But you could do I'm it in planning. like two, three months, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so do, by, by Thanksgiving, like I'll have a full one. Yeah, I got I guess. Yeah. You're in. Ladies, are beards good or bad? I don't know. Full beard. None of this goatee stuff or whatever they call it. Yeah. My kid's growing a beard. What? Yeah. He can't grow a beard. He can grow a full no, beard at no. 16. No, 16? Really yeah, and the weird thing Just is- Just a little peach fuzz. No, though, no, no. Right? Yeah. Full beard. I'll have him take a picture in a little full bit. Full beard. Yeah. The weird thing is he's got blonde hair, right? Blondish brown hair and dark beard, Looks, which looks kind of weird. When you have How, the dark he doesn't beard- doesn't have blonde hair. You and your wife are both dark. I know, but I had blondish hair when I was in high school. Oh, uh, okay. And then it just got darker and now grayer. Because of my daughter. I didn't have gray hair So what until kind recently. of beard is he going? Just full-on beard. I mean, full chin scruff. beard? No, beard. Full beard. Full just beard. let it go. Let it go. Like a biker. Like yes. a 16-year-old biker. Absolutely. A 16-year-old who is like, will steal your car and go yeah. buy beer with a fake ID. Not that he would do that. I'm just saying that's flannel. I told yeah, him to you know, some flannel. That reminds me. I saw a story yesterday and I saved it and I'm, I was looking for it earlier this morning. I wanted to bring up today Do as well. The uh, the kids that are not, nobody's getting their license. Yeah. 16, 17, 18 year old kids that don't drive. Why? What and is, we thank them for it. What is that? All? Why do you thank them for that? I talked to two more people at Ugly Mug over the weekend that they said their sons are not. So what? Even... What are they attributing that to? Is that a uh, internet thing? A phone thing? Maybe they look know. at the stupid drivers out there and they, they don't, don't want need, a part of it. They don't need uh, to drive anymore. Well, that's a lot to do with it because you spend your Friday night on Zoom calls or FaceTime calls. Yeah, anyway. well, that's what I'm wondering. No one gets together anymore. It's yeah. all FaceTime stuff. You sit in your bedroom and eat food and get on FaceTime.
So if you got one friend with their teenagers license. Teenagers FaceTime constantly. constantly. They don't visit. Oh, constantly. Oh, really? No, oh, see, that's come along since my guys. And but a lot my of guys have it's been that. 10, 12 years since yeah. my guys were teens. A lot of adults do that, too. I'll get an occasional FaceTime from someone. And it's like, see, dude, I, I, don't, never, I don't do FaceTime. If it's a FaceTime, I don't pick up. I don't either. Yeah. Oh, my kids call me. You. It's FaceTime when my kids both call me. And then yeah. they're like playing games with their friends on FaceTime, playing a game with them. I won't do that. Or at a field. Yeah. I won't take your call. Interesting. But yeah, they said 16, and I guess the 20-somethings, nobody's having babies. Well, that's a good thing, too. 20s and 30s. Well, we need to populate, don't we? Or <laughs> well, there's horn. always going to be horny people, just less of them. <laughs> yeah. But the license, man, do you remember when you were a kid? Couldn't wait to turn 16 and get that. The day you yeah. turn 16, you get your license, because that meant freedom. Yeah. And I disagree with the uh, a lady had in the thread uh, that I was reading last night. She made the comment, every kid should learn to drive a stick shift. For what? Yeah. For what? That'd be like when I was growing up, we learned to shoe a horse. <laughs> you got, yeah, every, every kid should learn how to crank a Model A. But why would you learn that? Why would a kid? Why should a kid learn to drive a stick shift? That makes zero I'm sense. I'm with you. They'll never drive a stick They'll shift. Never drive a stick. Yeah. Never yeah. have the occasion for that. Hell, gas, icy engines are going away for the electric. Yeah. That's the few. That's where those kids are going to have to be proficient in, right? Yeah. And you don't have to do squat. It's going to be press a button to parallel park. And yeah, it'll be all a, yeah. autonomous driving. Right. Have, we still have that bet going. Jerry, so your kid doesn't have his license. He could learn in your Tesla. Not my Tesla. How about someone else's? Okay, but, that, yeah. but but with that technology, he would maybe never have to drive a gas car ever. Yeah, maybe right? if you did that. Wow. I think gas cars would are Would they give you your license? Could you take the test in an electric car? I bet you can't. Oh, I bet you could. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. So maybe turn self-driving off? No, because when they when you have to parallel park, you still have to parallel park. They're not going to let the car do that. I don't have you. that feature on my car. Well, you, you don't parallel don't. park no, in you Ohio either. No, that. You don't what? We don't parallel park up here for driving tests anymore, I don't believe. Oh. Really? Really? Yeah. I know I know for a fact in Florida you don't. You do a three-point turn, and I thought that's how it is up here, too. But okay, you well, the Tesla not would a lot do of, a three-point yeah. turn, too. is same thing. I'm not trying to figure out a roundabout. That should be on their driver's yeah. test. Yeah, well, that might be today yeah. anymore. Figuring K- out Kemper the loses her the mind. Yield <laughs> son. The yield She like, would never really? have her license. Really? We talked to the director of the new Stevie Ray and Jimmy Vaughn movie uh, that's out the documentary, and we'll do it next. New documentary out about Stevie Ray and Jimmy Vaughn, Brothers in Blues. And let's talk to director Kirby Warnock. Kirby, how are you? Hi, Kirby. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Hope y'all are doing well, too. We are. The official title is Jimmy and Stevie Ray Vaughn, Brothers in Blues. I like you put Jimmy fur. He is the older brother, right? He is. And and as Eric Clapton says in the film he says he had, i wonder if stevie would be playing at all if it wasn't for jimmy yeah and this is the first documentary or book that jimmy has taken part in correct that is correct he's not cooperated with any others now why is that and how did you get access to jimmy to talk about his brother well i i'm an older guy <laughs> and back in the 70s uh, i was editor of a texas music magazine called buddy named to buddy holly 
and I covered the Fabulous Thunderbirds with Jimmy. And back then, before the Internet and YouTube and Facebook, the only publicity they got was in Buddy Magazine because the Dallas Morning News and those major papers were not covering club acts, you know. Yeah. And uh, and so I uh, gave them publicity and developed a friendship with him. And uh, he and then saw Stevie and did the same thing. I worked with, uh, covered both of them. And so we just had a longstanding working relationship. And then I finally, he, he resisted for many years. He just said, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And finally, I said, you know, one day you're going to be gone and people will be able to say whatever they want and you won't be there to correct them. So I said, you better do this now. And he agreed to help me sure. out. Sure. Yeah, that's what I was kind of going to follow up. And you kind of alluded to it. How hard is it, even though, you know, it's, you know, 20, 30 years down the, you know, in the past, how hard is it for Jimmy to talk about his brother? Well, it's it's still very emotional. And I don't, I don't know if people understand that, but they were the only two brothers in their family, the only two siblings. And I lost a younger brother three years ago. It's a very emotional thing. And so he didn't really feel like just, uh, you know, it's still hard. For, I'll, I'll put it that way. It's still very hard for him. And we captured some really good moments in the documentary where he really opened up for the first and only time. So anybody's lost a sibling you were close to, I think they understand what that. Sure, sure. He is uh, director and writer Kirby Warnock. And, you know, Kirby, much like... I don't want iconic artists, Elvis, the Beatles, even Sinatra, I suppose you could say. When was there a lot of material that we had you've we've heard all the stories. We've heard all the demo, the bootlegs. Did you have difficulty scratching stuff together for this documentary that maybe people weren't hip to already? Well, I'm just going to make a bold statement. We have a lot of stuff in this film that people have never heard or seen before. Oh, that's great. And that's because Eric Clapton and Billy Gibbons yeah. and Jackson Brown, they, they had never spoken on camera about the stuff we talked to them about. And uh, so we have a lot of new information. I purposely avoided going back and trying to re-interview a lot of people that were in other documentaries because I wanted to bring something new to the table. But And also, Jimmy shared a lot of personal family photos and some home movies of him and Stevie when they were uh. younger. So I think if you're a Stevie Ray Vaughan fan... We're, we're, we're mining new territory, and I don't think you'll be disappointed. Yeah, the documentary on uh, Jimmy and Stevie Ray Vaughan, Brothers in Blues, available on the streaming platforms. You can buy it on Amazon. Hey, you know, a lot of people know the struggles that uh, Stevie Ray had with drugs and alcohol and treatment, and but this was before social media and 24-hour news cycles. Did Stevie ever, you know, even though he went to rehab, did he ever kick the habit, or was it just a struggle until the day he died? Oh, no, he totally kicked it, and, and, and Jimmy talks. Jimmy and Eric both talk about that because Eric Clapton was the one that got him straight. He had gotten uh, sober about two years earlier, and he started that uh, rehab center called Crossroads, mm-hmm. and he was the one that visited Stevie in the hospital in Europe and said, you know, you, you, know, you, gotta, you can't keep doing this, and he did totally kick it. He was you know, clean and sober and attended AA meetings in every town he toured to. I had friends of mine that would – say, oh, my God, is that my AA meeting? And Steve Ray Vaughn showed up. So he was very serious about his sobriety. And then Jimmy got sober about three years, five years later, you know. Yeah. And, and by the way, should mention Jimmy, you know, when uh, Eric was in town just a short while ago, Jimmy opened up for Eric. So they still right. have that relationship. Right. They And they still are playing some dates in September and will be playing, playing the Crossroads Guitar Festival in L.A. in late September. But they, he and Eric are still very close and uh, – 
tour together quite a bit. And I, I like to tell people, you know, if you still want to see an old blues master still playing, go see Jimmy Vaughn, dog on it. He's 72 years old, but still their tour in. And so, uh, uh, go get a chance to see him now while you can. So when when Stevie began, you know, as a young child watching his older brother Jimmy getting these gigs, he's being paid, was there a seminal performance for Stevie that, well, I don't want to say a separation, but what was the one uh, show maybe that, that launched Stevie? Was there one evening, one venue that really launched Stevie Ray Vaughan? Yes, and, and this, I, I hate to keep saying this, but it's in the film. Uh, when he played the Montreux Jazz Festival, uh, David Bowie was in the audience, and so was Jackson Brown. And uh, we have Jackson Brown describing that performance. And unfortunately, David Bowie's dead. Right. <laughs> but we had the, we had the producer of the album, Let's Dance, Nile Rogers, discussing that performance and how David Bowie told him, "I want this guy to play on my album, Let's Dance." And Nile Rogers talks about walking the studio, and he'd never met Stevie Ray Vaughan before, but David Bowie said, "I wanted to be on the album." And he talks about that. But that performance at the Montreux Jazz Festival over in Switzerland, that's what launched his career, basically, because that uh, got him noticed by Jackson Brown and David Bowie, and that led to big things. So from a director's standpoint, you're putting this this um, movie together, this documentary, but you also have to, because of Billy Gibbons, Jackson Brown, Eric Clapton, Carlos Santana involved, you have to work on their timeline. How long did it take you to put this together? Because obviously, like, you try to get something going with Eric Clapton. He's not going to say, like, okay, I'll do it Tuesday at 8 a.m. How, how long did it take you to get all this together? Well, it took me five years, uh, but I'm going to say that three years of that were spent getting music clearances, getting permission okay. to use the music in the film. And I don't, I don't think your listeners understand this because uh, they can listen to all the music they want for free on their phone. But once you try to use a song in a in a movie or a commercial, uh, you, you talk to a bank of lawyers representing every record label and every publisher. And I had 22 songs in there, and it took me three years to get all the clearances. But it's back to your, your earlier part of your question. I met Eric Clapton and interviewed him out in L.A. He was getting ready to do a show there at the Forum, and we interviewed Billy Gibbons before he did a show in Midland, Texas, and uh, Jackson Brown was at his studio in Santa Monica recording now. We got him there. And now Rogers is on tour with Sheik. We interviewed him before he did a show in Dallas. So basically, I contacted their management and just said, well, you know, when will they be anywhere near me? And we, we got, I got my film crew. And we flew on the Southwest Airlines and stayed in a La Quinta motel. And, oh, that's great. And, got, and got those interviews. You know, and we were very blessed to get them. And Kirby, I have all your promotional information in front of me here, and I'm looking at a photo of you. Uh, Texas, boy, you look Texas. You got your hat on, your Ray-Bans. Your, looks like you're in the uh, cab of your pickup truck. And then I look at the one from editor of Buddy Magazine, 1976. You got a silk jacket, silk shorts, and roller skates. Maybe you should have lost that photo. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, the guy that took that photo is a friend of mine. He's still got the negatives, and he posts them whenever chance he gets to embarrass me. So I thought I'd beat him to the punch and just go ahead and put it out there. And it does it does capture that generation, that time, certainly. Oh, yes. The 70s uh, were a totally different time, and, and anybody that lived through it will tell you that. But uh, that's what I was doing back then. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Kurt. Uh, it, Oh, Kerr, I was just going to mention, like, uh, how much of the documentary do you talk about that helicopter crash in Wisconsin? And does Jimmy tell the story about how he found out? 
Yes, we take up uh, quite a bit at the end of the film of that because uh, Jimmy and Eric Clapton had never spoken on camera about the night. They both played with Stevie the night he died there, you know, at Alpine Valley. And we have them uh, on film talking about how they found out what happened. And Eric describing that last show with Stevie, describing how he was on, you know, watching him uh, uh, from backstage. So we have quite a bit in there, and it's, it's uh, you know, it's pretty emotional because neither one of these guys have ever talked about that on camera ever. Oh, and I think I think we had I think we had to wait this long for them to feel comfortable doing it. And I don't know if your audience knows this, but Stevie Ray Vaughan died 31 years ago. Yeah, we have a we have a whole generation of people who never saw him perform, and they can hear all of his music. But they don't really know the story behind it. And I, I've tried very hard to tell the story and also uh, give people a sense of time and place, what it was like to try to break into the music biz in the 70s when you didn't have Facebook or YouTube or TikTok. You had to actually just show up on stage and hope that somebody in the audience was with a record company. Wow. How old would Stevie have been today? Oh, my gosh. Uh, 67, I think, or 66, right? Yeah, close to that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because Jimmy's seventy-two, and I think Jimmy yeah. was four or five years older than him. But yeah, yeah, he would he would be that age, and and I I guarantee you he would still be playing. Both these guys were just committed. I, I mean, they both dropped out of school when they were fourteen to become professional musicians. I mean, how many people do you know that did that and actually did it? Yeah, exactly. Well, we look forward to it, man. It's uh, Brothers in Blues, the story about the Vaughn Brothers, Apple TV, iTunes, Amazon. You can rent it on YouTube. Kirby, thanks so much, man. Thanks, man. Thank y'all for having me. It's showtime. Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. What did strip clubs play in the 70s? Her panties. You're nearly it. Hello, Jerry. You want to talk about John Wayne's moose knuckle later? The panties. The show goes on! It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. So over the weekend... What happened? If you weren't paying attention, Scott Rowland and Fred McGriff, the crime dog, got in the Hall of Fame. Scott Rowland, not a Hall of Famer, by the way. Not, not even familiar close. with Scott Rowland's numbers. His stats are not good. third baseman, right? But yeah, Scott gold Rowland. glove, yeah. but not, no. Not Hall, no. huh? So are they, if they if they become lax with the H O F, yeah, they have. When they let Harold Baines in, they kind of did. But today, Jerry, you tell me if today, if you took June twenty fifth and put it in the Pop Culture Hall of Fame, all right, Pop Culture events, would this be Hall of Fame worthy? I've never looked at any other days, so maybe like the other days blow this one out of the water. But pretty impressive, Pop Culture Day. Okay, let's start forty three years ago. Caddyshack is released. Pop culture, Caddyshack, right? Okay, right. Okay. ACDC, same day. Same day. Imagine going to Caddyshack at the mall, the theater in the mall, and then picking up Back in Black from like Radio Hut or whatever you want. Right? That's a good day. You pick up a cassette of that or vinyl of Back in Black, right? Right. 38 years ago on this date. 85, you're watching TV, you find out Rock Hudson has AIDS. You're like, no way. Rock Hudson's gay? No way. Your mom lost her mind. The Rock Hudson? The Rock yes. Hudson. Okay. He's gay. He's no, gay. He's no not. way. He kissed a girl in a movie one time. He fooled <laughs> your parents. Yeah. All right. Then, 33 years ago, 1990, Jerry. All right. I'm young. 
Roseanne grabs her crotch and butchers the star-spangled banner. Yeah, she was a mess. At the Padres game. Just a mess. Those right. were, those were the uh, Tom Arnold years. Yep. They were, it was awful. So how, how's this day doing that so got a far? a lot of run, too. Oh, it did, a lot of it. Yeah. So how are we doing today? Because I'm not even done yet. That's a big, uh, this is big. July right. 25th is big. Here we go. 26 years ago, this will make you feel old. I'm going to give you the line, you tell me the movie. Okay? Okay. And I'm going to do it in his voice. Let me get ready, okay? All right. <clears throat> get off my plane. Harrison Ford. Yep. In... They want me to do it again? Get off my plane. Air Force One. Air Force One. Ah, with Glenn yeah. Close as the vice president. Let's give him more time. He can do it. Harrison Ford really made some turds. Air Force One was <laughs> a big really movie, though. Had some ba- yeah, but he had some bad he movies. He did, he did, he did. Can you imagine? Right. Do you ever watch Air Force One and Glenn Close is sitting in the boardroom? They're in the situation room. Yeah. And the, God, it was so long imagine ago. Imagine how bad the writing is in this, folks, right? So they, they, the terrorists have hijacked Air Force One. And Glenn Close is pleading with everyone. They're like, we got to shoot it down. And Glenn Close is like, let's give him 10 more minutes. I know he'll get through. Like the president is going to overtake the terrorists. And Glenn Close is telling like the joint chief of staff and the head of the R, all this stuff. Like, let's give him 10 more minutes. And those 10 more minutes, of course, are about 20 in movie time. Yeah. Right. right, right. But yeah, Glenn Close is pleading. He can save the day. All right, well, so it's pretend. I know, Jerry, but movie. I have a problem it's with a that movie. stuff. Yes, All right. you do. All right. <laughs> Twenty-four years ago, but I don't that doesn't rank up there with Titanic or Forrest Gump. It's just a little <laughs> tidbit I have wanted to throw out there. All right. Lance Armstrong, twenty-four years ago today, won the Tour de France on roids, but he did it with one nut, which cancels <laughs> the roids out. Right? One not one testicle on steroids? I don't know, right? Disadvantage? Maybe or not. Advantage. Advantage because he's riding on the seat. He yeah. just moves the right one or the left one over. Right. Maybe it gives him a little a little tilt. Yes. More aerodynamic. To the yeah. strong side. Yeah. Twenty three years ago in two thousand, George pushed uh picked Don't Go Hunting with him, Dick Cheney to be his running mate. Huh? Yeah. Going yeah. hunt with Cheney. <clears throat> and last one, Jerry, 15 years ago. Well, 15 years ago, two things happened. Here's a minor thing. Trans fat was banned in California. Shame on them. But 15 years ago, in 2008, Step Brothers was released. That's a damn good movie. It really, yeah. truly is. That's a great movie, yes. And speaking of testicles, he puts his testicles on the drum set. That's true. And he has two of them. That's because today is Testicle Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. So what do you think? Is the July the 25th yeah, a, a Pop Culture Hall of Fame? That's a good list. We might have to print this up and then if there's another day. To see if we can ever top it. Yes. Pretty damn good, though. Let's Step Brothers here. and One Testy and... What's, what's the source for all those? Uh, just our complete sheet. Complete sheet, okay. Back in black yeah. and Because some days and... it's really weak. Yes. I mean, it's a stretch. You know, the sewing machine was invented <laughs> and the cars came out with a new album. Or, yes, you know, you're it's right. like really obscure, <laughs> yes. stupid stuff. Yeah. You know, so that is, you know, yeah. July 25th, that's a big Pretty, day. I, I'm going to pin it right here. That Anyone is a big it? day, yeah. Hey, hey, you know who might have that stupid stuff, but we still love that's them? That's true. Michael Evans next.
He's back! Hello, Michael! Well, my voice isn't very good, but I'm back. That's all right. We'll take you any way we can get you. Yep. Thanks. Hey, you got a love nugget for you. So it is true. 37-year-old Russian model actress Irina Shack dating 45-year-old Tom Brady. But she's been known to love him and dump him at the drop of a hat. Just ask soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo, Kanye West, Bradley Cooper... She made quick work out of them. When she had enough, they were just dumped. So Tom better be aware of that. But, you know, even, even if he gets a week's worth, you know what I'm saying? I hear that. Yeah. Talking about Hollywood relationships, the longest Hollywood marriage is between Meryl Streep and Don Gummer. They've been married 45 years and three months. Wow. Second longest marriage is Samuel L. Jackson and LaTanya uh, Richardson. They've been married 43 years, eight months. Shortest marriage, Britney Spears and Jason Alexander married 55 hours and two minutes. Well, good for you. She wins. Yep. I wonder if they got a quickie in. Yeah, probably. Or they just partied the whole time. Probably so. And it is true, Harry and Meghan are frantically looking to get out of the Monticello, California, $14 million mansion, which they reportedly owe about $10 million on. They are looking to buy a place of about three to five million uh, dollar home in Malibu. They actually, other than his book, have no income. They're living off fleeting savings, but their savings, I think, are a lot bigger than most people. Yeah, I would assume. I would think so. It's gonna end badly, though. That whole thing. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Hey, this should be the day that Kevin Spacey hears his fate from a London jury who started their deliberation yesterday. The two-time Oscar winner star. Of such great movies as L.A. Confidential, Seven, American Beauty, The Usual Suspects. He faces 80 to 100 years if uh, found guilty on all charges. They have dropped some of the charges. You know, uh, if and when he's cleared, Netflix will release a movie called Gore that they just finished shooting before he was arrested. Ironically, Kevin plays Gore Vidal, who meets a young man, takes him under his wing, oh, and no. teaches him about life. <laughs> <laughs> How ironic is that? Yeah. Uh, another publicist list named me the five most creepy celebrities. I don't know what the parameters were, but the list is number five, Roseanne. Four, Johnny Depp. Three, Marilyn Manson. Two, Helena Bonham Carter. Number one, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Can't argue with that list, can you? No. I'm glad there's no radio list. Yeah. Thank God. Movie quickie. Overseas, Oppenheimer had much better reviews than Barbie. Much better reviews. And a TV history and a book suggestion. You guys probably never even heard of this guy, but you need to read the book. The true scoop on TV legend Ernie Kovacs, who ruled TV comedy in the 50s. I mean, he was way ahead of his times. His skits would be would be. Welcome as some of the funniest things on television right now. Have you ever heard of Ernie Kovacs? No, no never. not really. Yeah, I've heard of him, but I'm not hip to him. Oh, man, you got to check it out. The book is called Ernie in Kovacs Land. Just check it out. It is really, really good. Some Was he dirty or? No, just bizarre. Okay. Just just bizarre. One uh, I remember is he dressed up like robots and, and or just crazy stuff. But this is in the 50s. I mean, geez, Louise. They always said that Jonathan Winters was genius in, the, in that respect. 
Yeah, but Ernie Kovacs, much more so. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Hey, have a great day. My voice will be better tomorrow. See ya. Hey, Marcello, we'll see you fourth row at Sticks. How How about about that? Marcello. Ah, there you go. Third row tickets tomorrow. Play another Sticks song. You hear it. You call the number nine. You win. Only in this show, though. We don't want to make Christy answer and do our bidding, do we? Uh, that, that would be a no, sweetheart. Yeah. Well, cut number one in your hot five. Training camp is here. Players reporting. And Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson says the media only focuses on the negative because he's overcome a lot. You know, not having a father figure in my life ever, probably 27 years, only seeing him four times. You know, and, you know, different stuff like that is just is things that people don't really get to hear about. You know, especially the last few years been, you know, the media directing and narrating something, something, something else, uh, you know, has is, is been kind of overshadowed. But you know what? He, so at the very least, we know that he paid women to box the clown, right? We know at the very least he admits that because he said hey, it was consensual, right? And he gave, you know, hey, come over, give me a back rub, and then rubbing a tug like Mike Myers in Mystery Alaska. He paid for the massage and tried to get them yes. to, yes. So no matter what he does, he can win five Super Bowls. I mean, not with the Browns, but I mean, he could go somewhere else and win five Super Bowls. No matter what he does, that's part of his story. So he can whine and say he's overcome a lot, and he probably has. But you got the rub and a tug, and it'll be part of your legacy forever. So just deal with it. Don't make excuses. Say, oh, you're too tough on me. You did it. You got suspended for it. Move on. Don't try to get sympathy. That's a bit, uh, bit tough living that one down. Yeah. Just go with it. Don't even talk about it. Just talk about what's on the football field. And don't, oh, the mean media just only wants to focus on the negative. Dude, you were suspended a half a season for a rub and a tug. Relax. Go with it. Enjoy your time. Try to win a Super That's Bowl. That's almost like Kevin Spacey will never come back, right? Can he come back? Or is it, but he mo- can't is it more lenient now? Ah. Uh, I don't know. He can't come Given back. 2023 and, you know, maps are a thing now. What's maps mean? Minor attracted person. They don't want to be called pedophiles. Yeah. Oh, they don't maps. want to be? No. That means or, I call them a pedophile. it's more acceptable if it's maps. Oh. It's more acceptable so, if they I get mean, punched that, in the face. Does that work in <laughs> a Kevin Spacey's favor? I would think so. I would say no, but who yeah. am I to judge? Right, right. Well, Yeah. We're touching them all today, folks. Oh, yeah. oh we're not offending anyone. <laughs> rounded no one's out there. Second. Hey, we're rounded second. Jerry, no one's out there listening going, yeah, four <laughs> pedophiles. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> you'd be surprised. Well, that, yeah. that seems to be the popular debate then because you're not paying attention. <sighs> all right, clip number two, uh, press conference yesterday. Hoover, Alabama. This is the police chief. His name is Nick uh, Dares. And he read a statement from that Carly Russell's attorney revealing the true story of what exactly happened down in Hoover. My client has given me permission to make the following statement on her behalf. There was no kidnapping on Thursday, July 13th, 2023. My client did not see a baby on the side of the road. What? How about she said? No, that can't be. She made it up? No. Yeah, these kids... They no. get on TikTok and they want attention and what can I do? And she didn't even think it through. Well, she was a kid, right? Teenager, yeah. yeah. 
She Googled Taken. Her she search. did her research. Yeah, right. She did. You yeah. mean she lied? Made no. it all up. Wow. And I told you when I saw that press conference with her parents, they didn't seem too upset. I think they knew or they, they suspected. Knew. Yeah. They knew. Right. Well, cut number three here. Upcoming podcast with Billy Morrison. Ozzy speaks. What's the show called? And Ozzy keeps us up to date because he wanted to go on stage what October, Jerry, uh, and he called that off, and yeah. he's pushed it back to 2024. Uh, well, I can't keep up. We found out the reason why. Oh, until the filter removed, and I went uh, when I I, I had the blood clots in my legs. Yeah, they put a filter in your artery to wow. stop the blood clots going to your heart and your brain. Okay. It sounds worse than it is. It sounds terrible. So on Monday, I went to have it removed, but the, yeah. the, the blood clots have jammed it all up. No, it's, just, it's, it's just disappointment after disappointment. That's Jam on video. All up. You have to put that on closed caption. Jam, boy, you've never heard yeah. more blood clot talk in the last couple of years, have you? Golly, never heard more than we've heard. Unbelievable. Well, a lot of lottery talk, too, Jerry. Uh, a lot of lottery talk. <laughs> 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 At least we've gotten past the gas price yes, talk. Yes, yes, yes. All right, our old buddy Dave Couillet joined us last week pushing his new Full House uh, podcast. Well, he was on Good Morning America and talked about how his Full House family, how they really are kind of like a family. We're in touch with each other throughout, you know, everything that happens in our lives. We've been through everything. I mean, you know people long enough, things are going to happen. And we've known each other for, I think, 35 years now. Oh so gosh. it's uh, it's yeah. just like a, a family off camera. He's getting the doing the press. Off the camera. Yeah, he's back in his hometown of St. Clair yeah. Shores, Michigan, building a huge palatial estate on the water. And, uh... Nice. He's out. Of, he's done with Hollywood. Is he? Yeah. Is he well, gonna... I mean, he's still doing stuff like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Podcasts. And... They do another Fuller House reboot. He could appear I'm on sure it, right? He'd go out there for six months and tape that. Yeah. Well, cut number five here. We told you last week about Greta Van Fleet's new album, Star Catcher, and they do have a hit that's charting, The Falling Sky. <laughs> Kind of gets into a little Robert Plant there, but yeah. Play it. Good stuff. We'd play that if our boss was on vacation. We may add that. Yeah. We may add that. We might not. We won't, but 
Yeah, we Arch and Christy May. That cars ain't gonna play itself, Tori. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Foreigner, <laughs> or Billy Squire. Or... <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Wrap Why'd you do up. that to that's me? Why'd hot. you do that? You're poking that's the bear, Jerry. That's the hot five. Saw this story, Jerry. If you live up in Cleveland, maybe you commute to work here. All right, up in the Cleveland. Go ahead. This is amazing. They, the city of Cleveland, has a problem so bad that the Cleveland Animal Care and Control has stepped in. City of Cleveland having a problem with groundhogs. Huh. Like a big time problem. As of May 1st, 71% of over 600 calls have been the groundhog. And the city is getting cash deposits, 20 bucks. They give you a trap. They give you the 20 bucks when you get it back. I guess the city has a huge problem where, like, multiple well, people. Why are they trapping them and not killing them? Just I'm with you. Them. I'm with you. They're groundhogs. Are they moving them? I think they're moving you them into a different where? area. I don't know. Kelly's Outside Island? of Cleveland. <laughs> Taking them to Cedar Point? That's super weird, isn't it? Yeah, that is weird. The whole city, and I'm reading, like, quote after quote after quote from people. So they've multiplied like rats? Yeah, this one guy They're says, everywhere. and I, I'm looking at one of their uh, TV stations' website, this guy said that I've gone there seven times and returned the trap, gotten it back, and they keep coming back. Is there a problem with groundhogs? I, I, I've never had one, but yeah, probably, evidently. Like if you kill one, there's like 20? Because uh-huh. we had, I had that mole issue, right? I thought it was a groundhog, yeah. but it was a mole. On your face. On my face. Which was weird. And I cut it off, and yeah. I have that scar now. <laughs> and some of the listeners says, well, you got to, oh, man, they're going to keep coming back. And then I looked into it, and I had someone say, no, they're very territorial. Once you get one mole, that's it. They're not going to come back, and he hasn't come back. I've been gone like six months now without yeah, any Yeah, I remember. Moles. We did a whole morning on it. Yeah. yeah. But the groundhogs, are they? Right. I've never heard of a groundhog problem. My buddy had a huge one. I spent the day hunting groundhogs one time. Golf courses occasionally you'll hear. But yes, in maybe, Bill Murray movies. Yeah, Maybe this is their boomer generation for groundhogs. They're just repopulating. They're really stupid. They're like the dumbest animal, I think, out there. Because hmm. when I went groundhog hunting, I, my, I, my buddy lived out in the country with his brother, and they had no internet, no television, nothing. And you couldn't get phone reception. So he went to work, and I had nothing to do, and I said, what? What am I going to do all day? And he goes, do me a favor. These groundhogs are getting in my garden. He had traps, like, set all over the place. And he showed me these different areas where the groundhog he goes, take my gun and shoot groundhogs today. Do me a favor. Yeah. So then I got, you know, started yeah, groundhog hunting. You just sit up, yeah. just take them out. So I got to trap them. Shot, well, he has, a, he has traps in case they get by his garden yeah, or around right, his right, garden. Right. So I shoot at this groundhog and I miss. And then within two minutes he pops his head back out and I go what a stupid animal and then i shoot him miss again five minutes later he pops back up shoot him i'm getting the aim and nail him dead no i didn't i have a fear of dead animals so i didn't pick him up but i spent probably about two hours shooting groundhogs and they're just really stupid if you miss they just pop right back up like really stupid and what do you do with the dead ones i think he just put him in a hole I mean, right. you just take them to the dumpster behind Kroger, right? <laughs> Dina! Hi, Dina! Hi. 
guys? We're Good. okay, just talking groundhogs. What can you help us with? Well, I was just calling in. My late husband used to go to my uh, grandparents' farm in Zanesville to deer hunt, but he would um, kill tons of groundhogs while he was there because they dig so many holes yeah. that horses can break their legs and... But, you know, I don't know how many horses are running around in Cleveland. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it is Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. But you would think it'd be much easier to just kill them and then take them in for the 20 bucks. Maybe there's know. a... Does it say where in Cleveland? No, not that... in the or not no, in the city. in the city of Cleveland. It's the a city, city problem. Of, wow. Maybe it's illegal to kill. Do you remember the guy from Fairfield County who sent me when we talked about the Canada geese issue at my house? And he sent me a warning letter like it's illegal to kill these Canada yeah, geese, yeah, yeah, which I, I thought I was so unprofessional. Yeah. Send it to the radio station, not my home address. I recall. And he gave me like a warning, like you cannot kill these Canada geese. Yeah, right. Like I would say it on the radio if I did anyway. Maybe <sighs> right, right. maybe there's a graveyard in my house, pal. Yeah. And you don't know about it. So maybe it's illegal to kill groundhogs. Like in the it's city. vermin, though. Well, rodents. It's vermin. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. That can't. It's got to be legal to kill a groundhog, right? I don't know. Like a raccoon, a rat, a mouse. I think rat killing a raccoon's illegal. No. Yes. I don't know. Can really? you just kill a raccoon? If it's tearing up your yard, it's on your property. Remember when we had the crazy raccoon out in the parking lot and everybody lost their mind we couldn't kill it call animal control well, that's this <laughs> come on <laughs> talking about your backyard oh i think it's illegal you to kill raccoons you got an issue with raccoons no you, i think it's illegal po- well, no. you, you don't you don't fire it use a firearm but you poison them you kill them all right help us out can you kill a raccoon i don't think you can i think you can or they wouldn't sell the poisons everywhere every time you're in the store. Well, that's I, I for, like, people it. out in the country, though. You're, like, from the country. You take it out, well, yeah, right? it could be a city thing, yeah. Yeah, you just keep right. it there. Huh. All right, let's go to Dave. <laughs> oh, I can't believe this one. Dave, you used to eat groundhogs? Yeah, we used to hunt them all the time. They oh, taste so- just like chuck roast. No. Come on. Come yeah. on. Nobody well, hey, eats. Hey. Listen to me. They all they eat is grass and beans and corn and all that stuff out there in the wild. Okay. And it's just like roast beef. And it's- yeah, they are the dumbest animals because when they would go in their hole and we wouldn't see them, you'd do a high pitched whistle and they come back out of their hole and they stand straight up in the air. You shoot them dead in their doornail. And <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, they usually have they usually have anywhere from two to four pups. And that's it. Um, so they don't multiply very fast. And yeah, what's the difference they, between a woodchuck and a groundhog? No difference. They're the same thing. Okay. Dave Thank Poole. you. All right. Very good. All right. Thanks, Dave. Eat them. Yeah. That's not a thing. Well, you can eat rat. Well, you could eat poop. I mean, what, <laughs> yeah, you could eat anything. <laughs> but if it would taste just like roast beef, I think you'd hear oh. more people... Eating groundhog, right? No, but I think it's the, you're eating a rodent, so people don't want to do that. Wow. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. All right. Thanks, Brett, for the call. He just, feed him apples, apparently, is the groundhog. Apples kill him? 
no, no, feed them, and that's what you put in the trap. Is you put oh, like an apple okay. in you the attract them with yes. apples. Okay. Yes. But my buddy had like a humongous problem. Oh, people are just going nuts right now. You want me just to? Yeah, take. All right, let's go. Let me just let me just take them. Torgan Elliott, go ahead. Who's this? My name's Steve. Steve, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey guys, they uh, the reason they can't kill them in the city is you can't fire a gun in, inside city limits. But there. you That's can poison the them. Problem. No, you poison well, yeah, them. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can yeah. poison them, but but who knows where they're going to go and die? Then they might crawl under your house, and you got to smell that rotting carcass. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. Good point. Uh, yep, you can shoot groundhogs, you can shoot raccoons, any of them are varmints if you're out in the in the suburbs. I live there in Lithopolis. Well, that's and, what, uh, well, yeah, anything could go go there. I live in Connecticut. Like, I live right by you. Yeah. I, I yeah. live on the border. You could do anything there. Except yeah, for I, speed. I can shoot them, but, but if I poison them and they go somewhere in my barn and I can't find them or they yeah. get, you know, somewhere by the house and then you, you smell point. that rotting carcass. Yeah, and that uh, that's not good. Then your your dogs will find them and then they'll eat it and then they're they're sick. Ugh. Your dog would love yeah, that. Yeah, what a Jerry. mess. That's a treat for your dog. What's that? If your dog Eating like groundhog? If, yeah, groundhog your dog jerky. Would love that. Groundhog. It's like jerky. No. Good lord, no. Oh my She doesn't eat dog food. Really? <laughs> no, it's gotta be filet and um, shrimp. Um, <laughs> Are you kidding me? My dog uh, really? ain't eating groundhog. <laughs> a little gravy on the She'd chase it, but that's about <laughs> really? it. Yeah, she wouldn't know what to so do. So there's if she a dead animal, it. she wouldn't no. eat the Oh, my dogs go nuts over dead animals. They oh. get in, they dig in. Yeah. Torgan Elliott, who's this? Turn your radio hey, off. Mike. Mike, you're on the air. Don't Mike. swear. Okay. Groundhogs you can kill 24-7, 365. Uh, okay. All right. What about raccoons? All you need, raccoons, you have to, they are a season for raccoons. Ah, uh, raccoons So you can always season. use them during the specific season, groundhogs. All you need is a hunting license. You ever eat a raccoon? Nope. Can you eat? Can you eat raccoons? You can. I'm not going to. You can eat groundhogs, but yeah, not when they got a steak out there. You can eat. Yeah, right. Wow. You ever cut off a raccoon's tail and hang it from your hat? <laughs> yeah, a lot of Aussie news today. A lot of Ozzy. A lot of, we had an odd show today. Today was a little off. I like it. A little off in a good way. Yes. We touched we're a, a lot off. of different topics, didn't we? We did. Wow. And none of them were perverted. And That's I didn't even thing. get to my bear spray questions. I'm going to save that for save tomorrow. Save it for tomorrow, Jerry. I am going to. There's more of us to come. Because we're going to do a little <laughs> after right now. 33 after, brought to you by the uh, Columbus Funny Bone. Go to Columbus. Funnybone.com or just call 471-JOKE. This week's headliner. <laughs> I just had a thought of your bear spray. Our guest a little later this week, uh, Sean Wayans, correct? Yes. He's headlining the Funny Bone this week. But right now, let's uh, enjoy a little Nate Bargatze. Facebook is more, uh, that's your like friends telling you you're the worst. <laughs> it's more local. No one has a good day on Facebook. It's everybody's worst days of their lives. And you'll be like the first thing you look at. You'll like wake up and you like cut it on and then just be like, do you want to see a murder video? You're like, I don't at all. I just woke up. Uh, I'm just trying to see whose birthday it is, you know? And they're just like, well, we already started playing it. So, and you're like, all right, I guess I'll watch that. 
my wife gets mad uh, because I don't like any of her photos. She's like, why don't you like any of my photos, you know? And, and it's like, is this not enough, us living together and stuff? <laughs> and I did like it. When we took it, I said I like it. I, I told you I like it. I looked at it, I'm in it. I'm in the photo. There's not much more I can do with this photo. Good show today. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. By the way, go ahead. Any day, Jerry, we should start the clock. New Guns N' Roses. See that? No, they I say did not. any any day now, any moment now. Was it Chinese democracy? That where you thought forever. it was coming out, and like fifteen get, years yeah, later, right, it comes right, out. Right. Drop any day now, according to their production manager. Well, good to know that. We'll have New that G&R, for you. We'll huh? have that for you. Keep on the lookout. You uh, follow any bands or member of a fan club? Nope. Because I know Dorsey, who's up next filling in for Christy, he was telling me, hey, if Pearl Jam ever comes to town, I'm a member of the fan club. I get tickets first. People do that for tickets. Yeah, like oh, if yeah. you're a member of the Billy Joel fan club or the yeah. Greta Van Fleet, you get first opportunity. Now, Kiss does it to profit, but a lot of them do it. You get the first chance of tickets. You're in the fan club. And a lot of bands charge money, $99 a year. You're in the fan club. Huh. What do I get? Never been in a fan club. I haven't. Wow. Never, but Panties, go ahead. Panty of the Month Club you've never You've been, been in? in some wrestling fan club. No, I'm clubs. not. I haven't. I haven't. The Ryan Sandberg fan, fan club. club. It's just me. Me and his cousin Tommy Sandberg. <laughs> All right, Tommy, we're going to rotate president. It's your four years. Uh, third row sticks tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Third row sticks and got a lot of people coming up. Yeah, the guests look uh, looking pretty good for the end of this week and early next week. Yep. So uh, we will have some you know, good our stuff. Our producer's going to Vegas for, what, four days? Stress is back. We're gonna have the the doctor, Mister Stress, Doctor Stress. Oh, go insane! Yeah, and you said JY. We're gonna hook up with JY next week. Yeah, for a big concert coming up. So a lot of stuff, including ninety six minutes of nonstop iconic rock. Next.